Slice Audio. Got to dress up for the turkey pardon today. I noticed that. Well, okay, so usually... Very dapper. I'm, I'm hand... Thank you. I appreciate that. I wanted to, you know, I was standing next to the mayor, and I that shot's in a lot of things, right? So I, I didn't want to look like an asshole. Because there was a picture of me with Allender, the previous mayor, but I was, you know, in, 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 in earlier years of the turkey pardon, I was the turkey handler. Yeah, you didn't want to get your stuff messed so, up. Yeah, so yeah. I'm dressed like a turkey handler, you know, and I stink. But now, you know, <laughs> delegate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Put on a suit. Turkeys are the worst. <laughs> they smell. Oh my God, they're disgusting. Well, like I gotta say, you know, Brandon picked a good ass show turkey, Dean. That was a good ass show turkey. <laughs> the Book of Murdoch podcast. Nice and calm. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, you want to hear? Oh, I owe you an apology. I made you record an episode last week. Guess who hasn't posted that yet? Me. Okay. So <laughs> as this one's going live, so is last week's. Okay. But holiday weekend. You have a lot more to listen to. But, well, that's good, yeah. So I'll, so I'll post it, and apologies. Well, because I don't want to be stressful to your time. <laughs> so I'm going to make you record, and then I'll get my ass around to getting it on it. You know what I mean? I think you're putting too much into what I care about. Uh, you're my body man, Dean. <laughs> I care about you. Every time I ask you if you want to record, you'll be like, well, I can if you want me to. No, I said, if you have the time, I'll work around you, baby. <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, baby. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> They're going to start to talk around the office. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Wait to me. Oh, guess what I learned? You know what's cool? Did you know how Triscuits were named? Not named, no. They're delicious. They're delicious. I have no My idea. favorite cracker. Favorite cracker? Um, I, I still like a Ritz cracker. <laughs> Buttery Ritz. <laughs> it's time for another edition of Learning New Things About Dean. So, Triscuit is a playoff biscuit. Okay, that makes in sense. In 1903, outside of, I think that date's right, outside of Niagara Falls, this company started selling these baked biscuits. They were the first cracker to be marketed baked by electricity. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember Triscuit. seeing that. Yeah. Fucking last night years old when I learned that. Couldn't sleep. I'm TikToking, you know, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's a good marketing, though, at that time. Oh, yeah, right? Because you just buy it, you know, because dumb Americans, and I think how dumb we were in 1903. We believe, any, we believe anything in 2023. And electricity was like the internet. Yeah. You could do anything with electricity. It's shit like that that makes me feel better about the current state of America. Because, like, we, you know, we don't know, quite know how to play with the toys we have. Like, we didn't know about electricity either, right? Dudes are constantly dying. We didn't understand it. Then, you you know, you get your arms around it. The electricity biscuit, Dean. Also, why is everybody mad about the gay nutcracker? Did you hear about this? I saw one little TikTok and like some guy, are... like, shaking their head because it was had a rainbow on it. I like, there's a TikTok at Target. I'm sorry. There's a nutcracker at Target that is, like, whatever, gay-friendly. It, no, this literally is. This has pride colors on it. Yeah, it's, but it's like, I mean, but it's purposeful. It's like you know, pro, it's like support pride nutcracker. Oh, I guess I didn't notice that. But like you know, Target's got all kinds of like. They got. This is so interesting. This is fuck the straightest, dudest version of this you're gonna hear. So like, bear with me. But like, <laughs> in during Pride Month, Target 
doesn't didn't want to be accused of what's called uh, 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 rainbow capitalism. Okay, where you're just you don't really give a shit about the cause. You're just selling pride shit to make sure. money. Which I, you know, who gives a shit? Because like Grandma's just buying it because she loves gay Billy. You know what I mean? Don't bust Grandma's ass about it. She's just trying <laughs> to help, anyways. But I mean, that's a complicated conversation. But they picked Target, wanting to do it right, went out of their way to find like gay and trans artists to make the stuff. Oh, okay. How the fuck else? You know what I mean? And they still got dragged for it. Anyways, as a part, I think, of all of this stuff, during Christmas, they're like, all right, gays, give me a gay nutcracker. And they got this gay nutcracker. And then the Jesus-y people are like, yeah, Starbucks, or whatever they do. <laughs> you know? I don't know. You know what's interesting about, so like, really, like, and I'm talking extremists. I'm not talking all Jesus people, but like, there's that extreme section of Christianity that won't drink Starbucks because of the Lilith on the logo and they think it's satanic and shit. That's a real group of people. Those people now agree with like the leftist people of both banning Starbucks because, you know, on the, le- on the leftist side, they're because of Israel. Oh, yeah. But like, they're, they're like hand in hand on some shit now. <laughs> That's weird. My that the Starbucks bathroom is where one of my boys learned what real work was, because he came home after his first shift and he's like, "Do you know, just people shit everywhere in the bathroom." <laughs> and I'm like, "I do, buddy. Yeah, I yeah. do know that happens." And he's like, "And I just have to clean it." I'm like, "Well, you know, that's what they hired you for, bud." Ah, oh, he was just heartbroken. Like, his faith in humanity that evening was destroyed. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Unfortunately, most public bathrooms, there's that one person. We had in our dorm at Black Hill State, in in the Winona Cook dorm, there was the phantom, I don't mean to be gross, (laughs) the phantom shitter. There was a dude, for whatever reason, would just take a shit everywhere. Everywhere. When no one was looking in the like third or fourth floor bathroom, and then somebody would like like a dead like find a dead body, and then the RAs would be like the Phantom Shitter struck again, and then there'd be a big meeting of like you know they tried everything they tried you know you can't gross you can't do this, and then the next month they were like listen safe space you're you know no one's gonna get mad at you if you just admit who you are and it just kept happening he might still be doing it now i have no idea some teacher that's fed up with the students could be anybody (laughs) tell me mental we have our mental health under control in this country i will show you a lot of proof on the other side oh speaking of mental health amber learned about the smells oh yeah the fact that you know what that means is telling about my crazy. Okay, so if you if you're newer to this show, I have a sensitive I have a sensitive smell. I'm very my no my nostril. I have, I'm very particular. Mm-hmm. I'm sensitive to harsh chemical smells, which often comes forth in women's perfume. <laughs> so like. On a day, on a day where poor Amber is the newest version of my assistant. It, so, like, you know, there's there's this person that just has to put up with how I am, which is tough. But you learn a lot, I think, in my own way. But 
<laughs> so on a day where she's already getting her phone blown up just because she's got to be my, you know, ca- right. catcher smith on execution, right? That's her gig a little. And so, like, there's this person texting us at 645 because some shit, you know what I mean? There's fires right. happen. My fires start sometimes, oftentimes, around 630 in the morning. That's just how my life is built that way. But she, not hers. Now she's got to deal with it. And it was like the first first time that happened. And so she's already probably walking into work at like 8, knowing there's a stack of shit we got to go put out right away. A little stressed out. And she comes right into my office trying to knock this shit out of the park. And she gets like inside of the bubble, you know. (laughs) And and, and to the – I tried to recreate it to people in the office to defend myself and to no avail. But I will try on this show to tell you how I said it. I don't mean to be rude, and this is my fault, not yours, but you have to step the fuck back because your perfume is too strong. And again, that's my fault, not yours. Yeah. And it's not that it's bad perfume. It's wonderful. It's just too strong in the morning. Pfft. Which I thought was a very polite version of. I'm sure it was. How historically these have happened. How did the story morph into? She told everybody, I told her she stinks. <laughs> And, 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 you know, I can't invalidate her feelings, which no. I understand, but that's not what I said, Dean. Amber just learned about the smells. Everyone else knows about the smells. If I say the smells, you know what the smells mm-hmm. mean. All right. Well, you know, everybody's hard to work for in some way, shape or the other. Mine are the smells. I'm not beating people with sticks or screaming across the fucking, well, sometimes I'll do that. Shit. I know what the Christmas card should look like. What? <laughs> just a little picture of you with little stinky lines coming off of it or something like that. <laughs> Sorry for the smells. Sorry for the smells. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm sensitive. I like we're playing Christmas music. I'm hearing Christmas music on our stations. It's nice. I like it. It makes <laughs> me think. Do you remember? This is a unique. I bet only radio people might distinctly remember this. I bet you have this earwormed into your brain like I do. Oh, no. Bob and Tom, you remember the radio show Bob and Tom? Yeah. It still exists. It's not very funny. I mean, it used to be, it was funny in the 90s, right? Yeah. And then corporate corporate America radio didn't continue to be funny. They just kept the same dumb shit they had for decades. Bob and Tom, unfortunately, is one of them. But for a while, they're pretty funny. Also, some of this humor, before I get into the story, listen. Some of the shit in the 90s you can't say now. I get that. <laughs> okay. Preamble over. Do you remember the the cover or the, the what would it be called? Uh, parody? Mm-hmm. Walking around in women's underwear? Oh, yeah. Later mm-hmm. on, if you want to, yeah. we no, can dress <laughs> like Madonna. Yeah, I remember. I'm better. I can sing the whole fucking thing. Walking around in women's underwear. Which is not, it's very, not very, it's very trans- not cool i understand i'm not you know whatever you know what i mean trying to be sensitive to the modern times i realize you can't just play that song but that fucking song is lives rent free in my brain can't get rid of it i heard walking around in a winter wonderland playing out there and i just started singing walking around in women's underwear so what i'm hearing is if that song played you would be happy that no i don't know if you can play that can you play that anymore let's should we play it let's play it Let's see if it still holds up. I mean, it's probably not. I don't think it's still funny. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not. At the time, it was kind of At funny. the time, it was funny when you're a dumb kid. It's like, I don't know, because you were, you know, I'm nine and Bob and Tom's funny. 
Toast was hilarious. Right. I don't think I could listen to Toast mm. now with a straight exactly. face. Exactly. <laughs> and if you get why, if you get what that means, you understand radio people pretty well. Walking around in women's underwear. YouTube probably took it off for hate speech. <laughs> um, Bob Rivers. Is that who it was? To be free and flexible. Like, Gosh. No. Walking around in women's underwear. Bob Rivers. You don't think he was, that's who that is? I, I think Bob Rivers is like a legitimate artist, right? Am I confusing him? Well, beats me. I don't know who Bob Rivers is. Yeah, I remember that. Dude, this is like, <laughs> they play it every Christmas and then you'd be like, oh shit, walking around in women's underwear. Walking around in women's underwear. Not, I mean, not funny. I'm just, it just lives in my head. Just yep. randomly. It's like feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, get on up, it's Bob said time. Just once in a while, comes the fuck out. <laughs> Do you know how I, you know, in, 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 as I was, as I was trying to, there's a time in my 20s where it's like, you're a hillbilly dumb fuck. You need to get a little more cosmopolitan. And so there are certain things that I force my brain to go, that's no longer funny. One of those is 30 point buck. Remember that's, remember that uh. banger? No, that's an awful song. That was an awful song to begin with. Yes, it was. But when you were six, it was like, <gasps> and you know what I mean? And I've always been, a, you know, the red green style of humor. That's always kind of spoke to me. They had some funny stuff. The dirty point book. And what was the other one? That you was, go to uh, reach for the water book. on the nightstand and you slide right out. Of also, is this mildly racist? Bad in the wife says, Stop making so much noise. You're waking me up. Go to sleep. God, I, this also lives in my head. I could karaoke this. Do they sing? Yeah, they have to get that one. You dumb motherfuckers want a keychain. It's about a hunting story yeah. where he goes and sees the third, whatever. The turdy the turdy point. Oh my it's God. not even the thirty. It's the oh, turdy yeah. point. The turdy. Turdy boy buck. Midwest humor. When white people are white people. How about the Bob and Doug McKenzie sing the Twelve Days of Christmas? Now that's funny. Bob and Doug McKenzie is not turdy point buck. Bob and Doug McKenzie are the fucking Wilburys compared to the Turdy Point Buck. That's fair. Okay. Well, it's just, you know. Walking around in women's Didn't Cheech and Chong have a Christmas thing they did, too? They did. My brother. Uh, not my brother. My son. This is, listen to this shit. This is so cool. My boy Tanner just came. We had dinner at my house, and he, and he found two records that were cool. He came with uh, a real badass Cheech and Chong record, and it still had. Remember they used to put them giant smoking papers in there? Still had it in there. No. I'm like, don't you dare ever, 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 ever use that. You keep it in there forever and ever, right? It was so cool. And then, what was the other one? He had a real great, um, not violent films, mm, 80s, in the 80s, 70s, and Velvet Underground. Oh, yeah. Like an original print Velvet Underground record. This is a 21-year-old kid walking into my house talking to me about how cool Velvet Underground is. I raised fucking gangsters. Was it hanging out at early November and find that? Or? Yeah, or no, he's a record head. He's got the app. Oh. Like, you remember, did you collect baseball cards? No. Okay. I, but I had friends that okay. did. Okay. This is my thing, right? The modern version of that, if you're into records, is there's an app. And it's they, they treat it like a, I mean, you know, he looks at it like a 401k. 
Look sure. how much my record collection's worth. But whatever, he's collecting records. That's better than, you know. Better than my collections. Bar fights and blowjobs. <laughs> um, all right. You want to do news? Yeah. That sounds mm-hmm. good. Oh, shit. I didn't have the... Hold on. Not really breaking news. I take my coat With Dean. All right. You were talking... Well, it didn't air. So, so they're all coming out at the same time. It will. It is. Yeah, it's going to oh. air. Shush. What, they, what do they know? Um, also, wait. Who died? That's where I want to start. Rosalind Carter. Oh, that's right. Former wife of President Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Carter. Yeah. 96. Um, 96. Two days after she entered hospice care. Let's see. Four children, 22 grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and, uh, of course, the legacy of mental health advocacy. She was really big into that. We should need another one of them. We need about six more of them right now. First ladies? Well, mental health people who can do something oh. about mental health, right? Gotcha. Also, I, you probably can't do it anymore, right? Remember when Winmer and... Fuck's her name. Remember when Michelle, Michelle Obama was like, "Man, all our kids are fat. We should do something about it." And every and not everybody, but there was a bunch of people that were like, "Stop it! Quit it! Knock it off!" And like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We have a bunch of fat kids. We have a bunch of fat kids. We're so fat. We're so fat. We're so fat. Yeah. We're just fat. We're fat, fat people, and we're about to have a holiday where we just all gain <laughs> ten pounds together. Fat, fat, fat. Oh, I can't wait for pie. Or, or, <laughs> or. You're so poor, you can't get fat at all, right? So, like, Jesus, yeah, we need a little mental health in this country. Um, What else we got here? Let's, let's keep the presidential My thing. My pie was good, though, wasn't it? It was really good. French apple cake was legit. I would prefer the apple cake over the pie just because I don't – I normally wouldn't get pumpkin Basically, pie. Who cares about pumpkin pie? Yeah. Right? Anybody can make pumpkin <laughs> pie. But let's talk about this French apple, apple cake. Yeah. So, like, sorry, you're trying to do the news. Rest in peace, Miss Carter. <laughs> so, like, buns and soda for years. The family, fuck up. Just buns and soda. <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. Now I'm on pies. And so I, this weekend, I practiced pied. Mm-hmm. I made, a, let's just say, a number of pies. <laughs> I made a lot of baked goods this weekend. Gave them all to friends and stuff, yeah. coworkers and shit. But, like, a French apple cake. I'm showing up to compete. Mm-hmm. I'm winning Thanksgiving. That's the one thing I, w- I said. I, I said a couple of days ago, a dollop of cream or okay. some creme fraiche or something. So this here's a little... what I did. I made a brown sugar whipped cream last night to test it out. Ooh, and it, and it's perfect because I make the French apple cake with that yeah. brown butter, so it's all a little nutty. And you put that real sweet whipped cream on it. Yeah, just a bit though, just like you know, just just a little bit. I liked it. It's good shit. I was impressed. I'm gonna win Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sister ain't got shit, Jen. Ain't got shit, Rhonda. I, I run a company and I make cake. <laughs> Rob was like, "Why are you making pies? Just go buy them at the store." I'm like, "No, you do a job. You do it right." I know this about myself. I have cocked off enough about it. I have to show up and win Thanksgiving. <laughs> President Biden marked his birthday last week with a photo of a cake with 81 candles lit. Hold on a second, Brim's coming. Just come into 3B. I'm in on here. Let's see what young Brennan wants. Brennan? Oh. Yeah. I told him he couldn't leave until he found me $2,000. And I think he thinks I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard being a young salesperson. Here. But I'm here when you get back. Two hours later. Yep. 
That's the call you make when you haven't found the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've got a really good idea, dude. No, I didn't ask for ideas. I asked for cash <laughs> in the system. <laughs> he was tricking me for a few weeks that way. He'd be like, yeah, I found it, dude. Then I'd look at the numbers and be like, wait a minute. Oh, he's thinking about, like, almost sold. Big difference between almost sold and in the deal. <laughs> I know that because my nickname was for years while I was selling ads. This is how I came up, man. You came into a sales meeting every week, and you're like, I got company X. I'm not going to say who it is. And, 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 and I didn't get it right. I thought I had it. And then weeks would go by and the next week I'd be like, I got company X. And so to make fun of me, they, they start for some reason started calling me campfire girl Murdoch until I closed that deal. <laughs> and every week I, they would come up with a more de- degrading nickname until I closed that deal. You can't do that to people now. I can't walk into Brennan called dipshit Tom until he's not. I think you could. <sighs> nah. I've these, seen HR here. These you young, can get away with these this. young kids. <laughs> it don't work on these young kids like it worked on because it broke me enough to be like, better fix it. These kids just go home and get autism over it. <laughs> <laughs> Not ours, but like, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, the news. Um, we'll well, start over. We'll start over. Okay. Right. Not really breaking news with Dean. All right. Uh, earlier this week, um, President Biden marked his birthday with a photo of a cake with 81 candles. <clears throat> I thought it was funny. Did you see his caption? He's like, I hope I don't burn down or start a, start a fire blown out 146 candles or whatever it was. I like that he leans into it. I, that's what I, was, I could appreciate with that. But that cake was the smallest cake oh that they God. squeezed every single yeah, candle. It, it looked like a – did you see how – It like, does look like a big fireball. It wasn't Photoshopped. It looked like a Hayuken, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I could imagine all the melted wax that was on the And thing. then you still can't win, right? Because all, all the haters do is just Photoshop out the actual part where he's making fun of himself. And right. then, and then, you know, whatever. That's the internet. I thought that was funny. I thought it was funny. Happy birthday. Did you hear him? He was, you know, he's, we're futzing with China this week a little on the conversations. And he's like, hey, did you get something for your wife's birthday? He like reminded the premiere of China his wife's birthday is, was coming up because it's the same day as his. It was real cute. I know I missed that one. Okay, so like there's an interesting thing. 80%, okay, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, so I'm going to like, a large majority of Americans consider China our enemy, a number that has increased. The percentage of Americans that think China is our enemy has gone up over the last decade. Right. In China, over the last year, it has dropped tremendously. That America The Chinese people no longer consider us, a majority of Chinese people no longer consider Americans to be the enemy because their economy is about to train wreck and, you know, turns out you need us fatsos you know what i mean right fatsos go down the whole fucking system crashes dean you need us fatsos and and so like they're like well maybe they're not so bad but at the same time they're going maybe they're not so bad we're going maybe you're the worst kind of as a people it's really interesting and like we do trillions of dollars like you know what i mean like if we started bombing them right now I read this somewhere, and I don't know how factual it is. Something like uh, if we went to war with China and all the business had to stop, like 26% of America would be unemployed the next day. Like those 26% would have to join the VA effort. Yeah. So like. Like everything's from China. Everything. Everything. And it would take, and I read, it was an interesting little like hypothetical. Like we would have to rearrange all, we couldn't keep our manufacturing because the manufacturing and the shipping lines wouldn't work in the South Pacific. So we would have to generally move our manufacturing to Mexico and South America. And, you know, it's hit and miss in South America on which dictator likes you this week. You know what I mean? Right. Just fuck up the whole thing. It's pretty interesting. That's crazy. This is a fun little story. That's what I sit at three in the morning when I'm like, (laughs) (sighs) 
should go to sleep. And boink, that's what will come out. I can appreciate that. Um, Jeffrey Holt. Who's Jeffrey Holt? Jeffrey Holt was the unassuming caretaker of a mobile home park in Hillsdale, New Hampshire, where he lived a simple but curious life. They'd see him out. uh, He would be mowing lawns. He would be substitute teaching, reading the newspaper. He lived in this kind of beat-up trailer. He, when he passed, he gave the town he lived in $3.8 million. Oh, right on! Like, he was a smart with money, but he never spent anything on himself and amassed this huge fortune, and... He's this little homeless dude in his trailer, and somehow, how did he How did he amass the fortune? Would he buy Apple in the 80s? He just, yeah, made investments, but he just never spent anything on himself. He didn't have TVs and computers and things like that. He just lived I'm, a simple life. I'm backing off my cellar. I I think it's sweet that he gave the money to the town, but like I also don't. This that's no way to live. Well, if he enjoyed it, I suppose that's an okay way to live. <laughs> <laughs> He's not one of the fat Americans. <laughs> okay, I do like that. He's not a fat American. He wasn't a drag on the system. But like, I don't know. It's hard to celebrate that. It's part of me does not want to celebrate. Why? I'm not. I don't mean it as a hater. Fine. If he's happy, I'm happy. Whatever. But like, that's not a way to be. Well, the town is now in dispute because they have all this money and no one can agree on what to do with oh, it now. Oh God, I bet. Can you imagine? Everyone's running for town board now. <laughs> God, the next city council race would be unbearable in that town. Can you imagine? It's like a town of four thousand. So that, like a size Three million of ain't, ain't as much as you think though. Three million is like a a, a block of road. That's you know what I mean. It ain't three million ain't the Powerball. No. God damn! Look at Todd. Look at him walk back in. Four nineteen, and that some bitch is gonna be here till six o'clock. He's night. a trooper. I wish I had thirty of them. God, he's <laughs> awesome. We'll be right back after these messages. These messages? These messages. These messages. <laughs> Attention whiskey fans. Are you ready for South Dakota's biggest whiskey festival? Mark your calendars for the 8th annual Mountain West Whiskey Festival happening March 9th, 2024 at the Rushmore Hotel in downtown Rapid City. VIP and premium tickets available, but they won't last. Mountain West Whiskey Festival goes on sale November 27th. Hundreds of whiskey combinations from the best bourbons in America to the newest craft distillery that you'll hear about. Make your plans to join us for the 8th Annual Mountain West Whiskey Festival. Learn more at mountainwestwhiskeyfestival.com. And now back to the show. A hat once worn by Napoleon Bonaparte sold for $1.5 million at auction. You'd think it'd go for more. The iconic hat. Napoleon's hat? Yeah. That should go for bill, like hundreds of mil. It's Napoleon's hat. Um, Kurt Cobain's guitar, which, no hate, went for seven million bucks or something. Napoleon's hat? Fuck, we're dumb and fat. <laughs> Beat me too, I was going to say. God. <laughs> of course, with the That's m- what two decades of dirty point buck does to you. <laughs> The big movie too, uh, uh, Joaquin. Not well, not Joaquin. Uh, oh Rip, yeah, on uh, is that on Apple? That looks good. Prime is it? An Apple it looks Plus. Good. He looks short and crazy enough to be the perfect Napoleon. 
He's one of those actors, like some of those roles, you're like, oh, yeah. He's, he's, the, he's one of these method dudes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just stays Napoleon yeah. for a while. That'd be God. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be so awesome. Because if you're a method dude, right? If you're one of these dudes and you do a bummer character, like imagine being McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club. You got to be that for a year. Boo. <laughs> Boo. But being Napoleon, that would be fucking rad. <laughs> That's what a Napoleonic complex means. <laughs> exactly. Damn yes. it, I'm a narcissist. Um, the Smithsonian Zoo's pandas are heading back to China. We were talking about China earlier. Yeah, we're getting back. We're on. We're panda friends again. We're I, panda friends with benefits with China again. Well, we have to send them back. Oh, why? No, I thought we were getting some. It didn't. Uh, not in this article. It says we have to take the ones we have and send them back. We do have. Okay, the ones we're we getting have, fresh ones. We're getting fresh pandas. <laughs> We I, are, we're getting, I think, maybe I made that up. God, TikTok could be lying to me because, you know, China. Well, that would make more sense because they've been doing this for forever, since the 70s. China may send new pandas to the United States. See, they're working down these deals. America's getting to be more friendly. We want to make sure to get more pandas. Well, that's what, yeah, that's my point a little is like, we're right now, we're like, yeah, China. And, and you know, they're like. What about a panda? It's like when your girlfriend's mad at you, and you're like, what about a car? <laughs> and then she's less mad at you. I've never been able to do that myself, but I'm sure that happens, right? <laughs> what world? <laughs> That's going to be a car. I don't know. Car's probably cheaper than a panda. Fuck, panda's expensive. There's like these idiots who buy their, buy, their, buy their spouse a kitten or something. If you go, like, you know what I mean? Like, a common gift for Christmas, if you're dumb and have no imagination, is an adopted pet. That's not a gift. That's a 15-year commitment. Our zoo that we're going to have is going to have hippos, the, the cocaine hippos, yeah. elephants, and pandas. Now We're just going to be... We should every- get a panda. If Noma get off her Freedom Festival a little bit, we could probably have a panda. China's never given South Dakota a panda. They're trying to buy land next to our military bases. They ain't sending us shit. <laughs> Not enough bamboo out here. <laughs> uh, could you grow bamboo here? It's like it's got to be like wet. I think so. Okay. Um, what else we got here? Amazon. Starting to sell cars on its website. They formed a partnership with yep. Hyundai. This is the welcome. And now insert every industry. Every industry you could ever think of, this is what's going to happen. I think reading a long time ago, they said something like Costco is the largest used car dealership in mm. the world. And I had like no idea. But now if you're Hyundai, this is step one of this is how the, this is boring to most people, but like if you're into the automotive industry and like, so, so this is how the, so the Tesla model is different than the Ford model right. or the Chevy model, right? This is the this is the world moving to the Tesla model. Right? And you do it through something like Amazon. And so like if if any of you are making your money as a car salesperson right now, you're going to get fucking AI. I <laughs> can, you know, care how many pinky rings you have, and care how many ex-wives you have. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out what's it gonna take to get you into this computer deal today? Yeah, you better go back to school at night, buckaroo. A little less nights trying to pick up chicks that are too young for you at the bar, and more trying to pick up chicks at the community college. So you're not totally fucked for the last 15 years of your life. There's the automotive industry, everybody. Uh, I hate to be the delivery driver. That's that's what it's gonna get down to. Is the guy? What's his nuts with the pinky ring? Can still deliver the vehicles. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Have I, you heard of a product called Nude? 
N O O D. I'm getting I'm getting served a lot of ads for a thing called nude. No, I don't think I have. It lasers your hair off. It's like a handheld hair remover. Like an electric razor, but with lasers. But it's not electric. It's not a razor. It zaps it. it how? Let's here. It's, you go to uh, this is not an ad, by the way. This is just I'm I'm seeing this ad because a lot of my social media thinks I'm a lesbian, and so the ad I see <laughs> is is this product to get rid of your bikini hair. <laughs> that's the version of it I see because TikTok thinks I'm a lesbian. None of that's made up, by the way. All of that is real. But like, so the ads I get are they're real clever. They're like a woman in in a swimsuit. And, and and it's just sparkly tassels coming out at the bottom, like pointing out that you need to do something about right. it a little. Yeah. And then you have this little handheld, you know, laser. It, it's called the flasher, and and like it's quick pain free hair removal by you know it's the it's like a laser little little laser deal. Yeah, get your get your get your bush hair down, whack down, <laughs> or whatever. It seems like the kind of thing you would want to. Trim it down first before you start lasering. I'm sure you think so, right? <laughs> I'm just—you never heard of this before. I've—I've no, I understand the cops. I've never heard of the word okay. noob, noob. I'd like nude. if anybody has tried this. If anyone has tried to zap their bush hair down with some nude, I'd like to know if you know how it works. Or someone send this to nude, and we'll get a little endorsement thing going. I'll whack my bush hair down for the right amount of money. Remember in the '80s, they had. We wear short shorts. Yeah, the Nair ads. <laughs> Basically, <Dude>. chemical peel <laughs> on your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Who wears short shorts? I oh, wear short ads. shorts. That's exactly what it was. They just chemical peel your vagina. Dude, the 80s are rough on women. I mean, the 20s are rough on women, too. But... Man, do you remember there was a famous ad for a, for a diet aid? It was a little chocolate candy, and they gave it, in the 80s, the most unfortunate name. They called it AIDS. <laughs> A-Y-D-S. I think, I think I remember this, like, yeah. It was like chocolate meth, and it would make you not eat, right? It was like when you could just buy that at the grocery store. You just right. buy a little chocolate meth or strawberry meth. All right, well, let's play. I won't play the commercial. And it was like, are you, you know, are you a fat American? AIDS <laughs> is for you. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. All right. This is it. The most unfortunate name for a, for a diet, diet candy. That's I what it was called. Diets, powders, pills. Still, my weight's been up and down like a yo-yo until the AIDS plan taught me how to take off weight and help keep it off. AIDS may taste like a candy, but AIDS contains one of the most effective appetite suppressants you can buy. Oh, and there's no stimulant in AIDS that could make you nervous. With AIDS, well, I ate less, so the weight came off. Some nervous conversations. Anyways, that's AIDS. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, first class menu from the Titanic went up for auction. It probably went for eight bucks in this country. Eighty-six thousand. Oh, it's a menu. It's a menu. Eighty-six grand. Yep. Oh, we should do a little game out of this. You name the thing, and I'll try to guess what it sells for. Well, I already told you what this. Sold no, for. I mean upcoming. Like you, this is you often bring. You know, oh. this sold for auction. This sold for auction. Yeah, I like that. We, Let's make a little bit out okay. of it. We'll do that next time. I fucking love a bit, Dean. How about uh, since we already said what it went for? Eighty-six grand. Eighty-six grand. What, what do you think was on that menu? Wait a minute. Back up a second. Yes. How do? How is it from? Is it from the wreckage? So that I, that was the question. I was talking with Leslie, and that was like, how could this possibly exist? And she politely said, "No, there was probably 
you know, some guy sneaking off the boat, and that was like the thing he grabbed and had it in his pocket, and then you, got on the lifeboat. So it's from a survivor. It has to be. You think somebody on the way out to escape death had the foresight to go, 80 years later, we're going to sell this fucking thing on the internet? No. No, but there was probably some guy who was about ready to sit down and order that, oh, we're crashing, and this ran in a panic because probably still had it in their hand. Oh. Uh, well, you know, I'll often steal a menu from a place I think is neat. <laughs> I will. There, I there, have. There you still, go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a problem. The problem. It's me. <laughs> I, have, I have several menus in my house from bar establishments I like. My favorite, if you'd like to know, there's a bar in Mandan, North Dakota called Thomas and Moriarty's. And Mandan, North Dakota generally sucks balls. <laughs> it it sucks like your buddy's yeah. new girlfriend. It just sucks hard. But like on that little strip of like pawn stores and fucking motorcycle dealerships, there's this little bar called Thomas and Moriarty's. And you walk in, and it's velvet everywhere. <laughs> and they're like one of these speakeasy type yeah. where every drink's 18 bucks and a sh- you know three pieces of salami and a charcuterie board is like $87. But the, whole, but the vibe of the bar, the story, this is why I stole the menu. Do you remember Moriarty from uh, fr- Sherlock, he, Holmes. Sherlock Holmes? Yeah. In, their, in, the, in the universe of this bar, Moriarty from Sherlock and Holmes immigrated to America met this famous John Thomas bartender, and somehow they ended up in Mandan running this establishment. Okay. And all the cocktails are kind of, you know, weird and cool. Everything's got absinthe in it and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a real Bukowski <laughs> essence. It's a great little place. I don't I think it's still open. Thomas and Moriarty. Anyways, that menu is sitting behind my T-Rex planter <laughs> in my living room. All right. Do you want to take a guess at what was on the menu? <laughs> oh, okay. We'll do that part mm. of it. Bum, 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 bum. A London broil. Uh, close. They had a sirloin of beef, which would be a like okay. a broil. Yeah. And then I bet there is like a. It. When did when did the Titanic crash? Uh, nineteen twelve. Okay, so like. There had to be a lot of like sausages and shit that'll hang be on can just this be, be on the a boat. first class menu. Oh, I don't know, fancy sausages. <laughs> had you know before gua? Nope, that's more that's more modern. For that night's menu, an herbed butter chicken or some kind of deal. Closer, closer. Uh, uh, chicken Kiev, chicken cordon bleu. Nope, mm. I'm out of chickens. Lamb with a mint sauce. Uh, Very fancy mint sauce. Yeah. I like making that now. Have you? Yeah, it's good. Should we get some lamb? I like lamb. Lamb's I do. good. It's good. We used to do this bit where I just stole it from a family friend's family, but like every Thanksgiving, instead of the traditional deal, we'll just randomly pick a spot in the globe. That's what you win. make? And and so like, it, <laughs> this, is, this is real talk, okay? It's just a real talk. Apologies to my kids. This is also a bit we have on this show. So, like, during the beginning of the divorce in these holidays where it's clearly fucking sad as shit in my bummer apartment, I'm trying to, like, you know, throw a little razzle-dazzle in to make it not as shitty, you know? And I'm like, let's play this game where, we'll, you know, we'll eat foods from all the world. And we unfortunately landed on Iran. Guess who can't make Iranian food worth a shit? This guy. And, and made this, like, terrible lamb dish. Terrible. It was inedible pomegranate chicken. It was so terrible. Ooh, pomegranate and, chicken. That yeah, sounds good. It, if I could cook at the time, it would have been great. <laughs> or had, you know, maybe did a practice run to try to not ruin Thanksgiving for my children. 
God, it was a bummer. Anyways. Got one more? Yeah, sure. How long have we been going? I don't know. Uh, yeah, one more. Man receives first whole eye transplant. From a dead person's eye? Mm-hmm. You know what my question is? Do you, okay, what if the dead person's eye was colorblind? Is now the new person's left eye colorblind? I would assume so, because... Here's what else I want to know. Can they retain memory through sight? <laughs> so can you, like, flash back to you, the dead person's... Wasn't there a whole horror movie based on that where they get, like, an eye transplant and then they see what the killer saw? Yeah! Probably not. It probably doesn't happen, right? Did it work? Can he see and shit? Like, how many fingers am I holding up? Not yet, but he's been getting flashes of light, which means that something's connecting in there, and so they're waiting to see what will happen. Fuck, who wants to go first? You know what I mean? This is like hair transplants. You want to be like a thousandth. First 50 dudes, it ain't going to work. If your eye's missing to begin with, what's the... the, All it does is, it's like phantom limb pain. All it does is fuck up your light deal. That would just be a pain in the ass. He was like a lineman, and he got electrocuted. Like a football. And, oh, an ele- okay. Different yeah. lineman. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Different lineman. Journeyman. Journeyman. Maybe, maybe, is that better? Okay. An electrical lineman. Yeah. Okay. And so he got severe, and like half of his face got burnt off, and so part of it was his eye. I, wouldn't, I know this sounds vain, but I wouldn't start with my eye. I'd start with making everything look good first, because I could pull off an eye patch, I think. They did... <laughs> They did a face transplant on him as well. Whose face? Dead guy's face? That didn't say. You don't need a face transplant. Can't you just like, you know, like a car wreck? You just bondo the fuck out of it? No. You have to. You got to use like dead guy's nose and shit? Well, you got to use normally the graft from your own body. But if you. Oh, yeah. They take your butt cheek fat and like make a face out of it. Right. But if you don't have any body left from getting fried. By yeah. electricity, you have That's to start true. using like graphs. Overdone steak. Nothing you can, you know, medium rare, you can still fix it if you're a medium guy. Medium well, you're fucked. <laughs> He's like a Triscuit at this point. He's a Triscuit. He's a Triscuit face. Nice callback, Dean. Good top. Good top. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Do you remember? You remember years ago there was that dude who did. Uh, he had the first voice box yeah. replacement. Uh, listen, before I die, we're gonna do the following bit. You ready? I want to find somebody who's had a voice box transplant. Okay. And my theory is, you know, dead guy voice box in the new dude. You sound like the old dude. You would think so, right? Right. You know what I want to do? Call that dude's family and <laughs> make a bit out of it. Like once a quarter, you just randomly call. A, you make him keep a landline. You know what I mean? And it's like, why do you keep a landline? I'm fucking Murdoch calls once a quarter. <laughs> and don't ruin the bit ever, ever, ever. And like every quarter you just call and like, hey, guys, how's it going? What's new with this? <laughs> Give advice and shit. Wouldn't it make him feel better? Um, after the freak out, <laughs> after I was saying, <laughs> there'd be an initial point where be hard to keep it anonymous, right? Yeah, yeah, you'd probably get busted. Yeah, but s- for the first time, that one time, <laughs> that'd be fucking all. I'd be the best phone bit ever. Radio stopped doing phone bits, and in my entire life, I've been trying to think of the one phone bit you can bring back that isn't hack as shit, right? Because 
radio, all radio bits you hear on the radio are fucking produced fake. Yeah. None of that shit is real anymore. I want to bring back the ultimate, you know what I mean? Like the, like the, like the, the best phone bit of all time. That was real easy when phones were new. Now phones are a million years old. It's hard to come up. It's hard to top it. The new high watermark ain't been beat forever. Opie and Anthony with the hundred grand bit probably in like 2001. And that's because that woman was dumb as shit. You know, the AI now, they can record your voice and start to make new audio that sounds just like you. That's how they're scamming the old people. I feel they, like that's faking it. it that is how they're scamming bit. old people. They, yeah. make, they make you sound like your grandkids and shit. Like, Grammy, send me some yeah. money. And old people don't, you know, they just hear Grammy. Yeah. Oh, that's not new. They've been doing that with but, real right. Indian children for a long time. <laughs> but they've gotten the technology down where they can sample your voice and make it sound like it's you. Yeah, but that's cheating. <laughs> that is, it's cheating. I want to do it with dead guy voice. I want to do it analog. Fucking analog. dead guy voice box, <laughs> landline. <laughs> do it for real. Through an operator? God, uh, yes. It would be so awesome to pull that you off. You just have to collect call from <laughs> Uncle Ted. And they're like, what, what? the fuck? <laughs> yeah, of course you're going to take unless he was a bastard. Then they're gonna, you're going to know what they thought of him. If, fuck no, I don't care if he's still alive. <laughs> like, okay, I'll set aside some rules. You can't call... Like if this was if it was if it was my dead guy voice box, you couldn't call my children, right? You'd have to call like maybe his buddy. Like if I feel like if you called his widow, it'd ruin her life. <laughs> but if you called his brother, that could be funny. Although your kids would be expecting it. My kids probably aren't. My mother is expecting it. My mother thinks if I tragically die before here, it's not gonna be real. Fifteen years of bits that are gonna happen after my death. She's gonna be standing there going, "All right, what's what's the gag?" For a while, I was always yapping like, if I tragically died, I was gonna make sure the 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 mortuary did a gag where like sometime during the funeral, I'd pop the fuck up. <laughs> it was I really wanted that for a while, but then like a little air canister to shoot yeah, you up, right? <laughs> and that piece of audio plays like, "Gotcha!" One more time. Murdochjones.com. <laughs> with Dr. Teeth <laughs> singing in the background. Uh, uh, that's it for news. There wasn't really much else. All right. Let me see what else I have here. Nude. Talked about nude. Talked about Triscuits. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. We keep it together. I'm doing yoga. I'm, I, I scheduled... The, the yoga studio is doing a 10 a.m. class, like a don't let it get off the rails this holiday class. I'm going to go tomorrow. And then I'm going to go again on Saturday, just keep myself honest. But, uh, on Thanksgiving they're doing on it? On Thanksgiving they're doing it. Impressive. Well, they we're, are doing the, like, they've got the 5Kers out there doing God, like I a turkey trot. Everybody and, run, goes and runs two miles. And, they're, it, <laughs> no. and they reward them with pie. I'd rather <laughs> smell Amber's perfume. <laughs> Gross. Running. I listen. <laughs> if someone came to me and said, You have to run five miles a day every day for a month, or at random, somebody at Home Slice is going to get murdered. <laughs> We'd have a lot of dead bodies here. I wouldn't bet we? <laughs> I would make it six days before I would in my head go, 
Mm. <laughs> we could probably lose a few of you. <laughs> the problem is you don't get to choose. It's random. That's fine. I'm <laughs> 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 Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> it's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. The executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as... Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producers, Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. <laughs> so leave this goddamn piece in. <laughs>